0: I feel when only person who can stop you is the man in the mirror. When you look down at your wrists and you see money, when you look at your shoes and you see money, when that scarf on your neck means money.
1: This is
0: Burberry scars, shrimp and yawn, living like a comet, moving amongst the stars hundred thousand dollars sports cars silk massage menage a trois yes i've been a
2: boss burberry scars shrimp and on living like
0: a comet moving amongst the stars hundred thousand dollars sports cars silk massage menage a trois i've been a boss ladies and gentlemen yes boys and girls children of all ages Welcome back to the number one show in Stanford, Connecticut, Jacksonville, Florida, North Carolina! Parts Unknown and the Undead Realm. Welcome to Top Rope Wrestling Talk. And as usual, it's me, it's me, not DDP, but the greatest group champ in history. I am your producer, (laughs) your soundboard by God extraordinaire. The jack-of-all-trades, the master of absolutely fucking none. The one and only South Philly Psycho, D O L. Let me in. Wow. Or if it's original, should I say, follow the buzzers.
2: He's got Either the way, whole world
0: in his hands. <gasps> hands. <laughs> and joining us as always is the one with a whole lot of snacks in her hand. She is the first lady of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. The whole ass vibe. The ninth wonder of the podcasting world because we don't treat her like a woman. Oh, We kind of don't treat her like a man. Yes, we do. Come on, don't lie
1: it's true It's true.
0: she is our brother, our sister our friend, our homie she is Latina heat herself grandma Wendy hey,
1: hey. if you're not cheating you're not
0: trying we lie, we cheat, we steal we lie, we
2: cheat,
1: we steal
2: uh, mama saw. copyright hey <laughs> Hey, how you doing? By
1: the way, happy
0: happy belated birthday, Eddie Guerrero. I forgot to say that in the last episode. And of course, no episode of Top Rope feels complete without the founder of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. He is the man, the myth, the person who is badass, but also high class. And also happens to be the biggest MJF mark you will ever Fucking meet again. He is the one, the only brood.
2: I am.
1: And he knows it.
2: Yes, I do. See? Oh. Welcome to another episode of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. We are shedding a spotlight on none other than a man that, well, he's kind of stolen the spotlight over the last uh, few days. And that man is Bray Wyatt. (coughs) So let's go all the way back. Let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning with Husky Harris in the original NXT oh, before it was an actual wrestling show when it was a competition. Yes, he yes, was it on was, there like, with Curtis enough. Axel and and it, it it was stupid. Like they Buy had <laughs> they had matches. But it wasn't like... I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 if anyone remembers the original NXT and knows what we're talking about, you understand what we're saying. Barrel rolling and
0: just stupid shit. Yeah, yeah um, it was like a tough enough remix. It was
1: weird. It it was bad, and they should feel bad about it.
2: But they they're don't. It's just
1: plain and simple. No, they've But they, they, but they, they, they don't. Do. So...
2: I'm gonna just come out and say it. I was not at all impressed with Husky Harris. I was not. I was not a fan. I I, I truly wasn't.
0: Hmm. I, I I wasn't too much of a fan of him. Like I knew where he came from because obviously he's you know Mike Rotunda's son. He's I had no Barry idea back him, then. So, uh, and. I still remember his goddamn gimmick his catchphrase whatever you want to call it cuz he'd say he had a Ferrari engine in a ta- he was he had a Ferrari engine in a tank yeah I was like oh, yeah okay that's
1: kind that's of near. catchy
0: like all of it was weird yet catchy yet meh at the same time the only thing I I think he ever accomplished is husky was helping Wade Barrett beat John Cena and forcing him to join the Nexus.
2: Yeah. Joining Nexus was his...
0: his If you recall him and Michael McGillicuddy, the artist formerly known as Curtis Axel, Mm -hmm. came out and jumped Cena and helped Wade Barrett beat him, and Cena was forced to join the Nexus. That was like the big moment for Husky Harris. Yeah. That's Isn't it amazing the shit that's stuck uh-huh. in my psychotic brain? I had to, I had to dig through my psychotic brain for that. Okay, <laughs> Wendy, like Husky, Husky, yes. Husky, Husky. What uh, were, your,
2: what were, your, what were your thoughts on Husky Harris? I know you may be a little too young to remember his NXT and his Nexus days. I, I, I you know,
1: the fuck it's you think okay. I am? Twelve? <laughs> Get the fuck out, <laughs> fucking assholes. Yeah, I'm not an old decrepit <laughs> fucker like you no, 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 no. two. That, right? He, now I'm throwing he you in as a two old man. He, Both of you old men no, are No, fuck you! I say saying
0: he said it. Fuck
1: you, old man! Get him! bunch your old heads over here, full of shit.
0: Says fuck grandma. Assholes. He's right? back. The one we have to wake up for the show. <laughs> 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 so, fuck out of here right, with that old okay, hus- okay. with that old bullshit.
1: All right, all right, all right, all right. So here's the thing. He came out during my wrestling hiatus. Um, I had stepped away from it because it got gotten kind of boring. So I was like, I'm not into it right now. Um, so I honestly am not that aware of who he was. Like, I know okay. of him because I know who Bray Wyatt is and of his history, yeah. et etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, the little bits that I've caught of him, that because I, I looked him up on the YouTube a while back, and I was like, eh, <laughs> not impressive, not memorable.
0: Yep. Okay. Absolutely correct. Uh, like I said, I had to dig for something, and that was all I had. He helped he helped Wade Barrett. End of story. Yeah.
2: So moving on, you know, he, he he had his little stint, you know, and then he was in the CM Punk Nexus and you know, the, and yeah. and then once that that little like Nexus 2.0 or we're just going to try to get this over more or what I don't know after that no, died was. Husky Harris went away he just kind of quietly went away never saw him again never heard from him again but lo and behold he actually was in OV he went to OVW to home his craft Um, and I I believe that's where the idea of Bray Wyatt came from. I believe that's where mm-hmm. that's where he he started playing it was with places. it in it
0: OVW and, or FCW or something. Where he yeah, started. it was
2: it was it was OVW WW. It was, was still Florida, using, if I,
0: if I remember correctly.
2: Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was one of them. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, and then NXT turned into a real NXT. Um, which was great. yes, and then the real Bray Wyatt shows up with the Wyatt family um this this is when nXt is still on the network, and that's the only way you can see it. Mm-hmm. So not a lot of people saw Bray Wyatt's running nXt and i I'm included. I've seen clips and it was great. It was masterful. But I want to um I want to hear from you guys on his NXT stint. If you guys have any memory of his NXT stint cuz like I said like I don't even think he was there very long. I think it was a short stint for him in NXT. Dom, you got anything?
0: Um I mean, I I remember him showing back up, and I think the first match he was ever in was maybe against Aiden English at the time, who like the Vaude Villains were just kind of establishing themselves at that mm-hmm. point, and he looked good, and then all of a sudden he he sort of disappeared shortly after that, and it was like, wait, what what, what happened? Like he just got here and it turned out he injured himself in that match. And so things didn't start out very well but Mm-mm. I I think maybe he spent a couple of years there if I'm if I'm remembering correctly. He spent a couple of years even though part part of it was being out with an injury and the Wyatt family I mean they weren't what you saw exactly on main roster but they were just different and spooky. Mm-hmm. And this man, who I honestly remembered being Husky Harris, looked completely different. Talked yeah. completely different. And I'm thinking, where the fuck was this back then? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it was so damn captivating. And and even though I didn't watch like every minute of the NXT run, what I caught, uh, every time I saw something, it was. This needs to be on TV because, like you said, yeah. they're still on the network. Yeah. So uh, I I didn't always religious religiously watch NXT back then, just due to time constraints. But if I would pop on the network and go back and catch up on NXT or something and see them, I would think, man, these guys are ready for television.
2: Absolutely. Wendy, Bruce. did you ha- did you happen to have the network when you were six years old so you could watch this? <laughs>
1: excuse you. I was like eight. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> Ten. And we were
1: too poor for the network. Thank you very much. <laughs> so no. My allowance did not allow me to buy the network. Much, actually, My allowance was zero because we were too poor to get an allowance.
2: <laughs>
1: Hooray poverty. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: oh wow.
1: I, no. I don't recall NXT during that time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I no, I'm with, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like, like I know his path, but like, I never really got the opportunity to, to watch much of his NXT stuff. Like to say that this man has had a rocky road. Um, getting to where, well, where, where, where he's at is actually kind of crazy. You know, even to, even to where like we're at in his career at NXT from Husky Harris to Bray Wyatt, if if that is not a complete transformation in character and gimmick and just all around fucking goldmine that the man is, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's, it's 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 crazy oh, to look at because. We're talking about it, and it's like we're talking about it, and we know we're talking about it, but I like it's crazy to notice it.
0: Yeah, I feel like y'all should have just pointed to me and be like, "Give us the early Bray stuff,"
2: <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: Like, I, I guess I really didn't
2: think that think that through. Like, I should have watched some NXT, but I, like at the same time, it's like I don't I don't need it to. I, mean- I I yeah yeah, it's Bray Wyatt. Yeah. So shortly after his NXT run was over, we start seeing these crazy, crazy vignettes in the woods with guys walking around in sheep masks and and a rocking chair and and all of this stuff. And I I, I had to I I gotta say they probably have one of the biggest debuts in 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 modern WWE history when they first debuted. Like, their vignettes got them over because, here's the thing, doing a set of vignettes is a 50-50 deal. Either it's gonna get you over huge if they're done right, or it's it's gonna decide the fans completely fucking can't stand you and you're gonna be a jobber for the rest of your career.
1: Very true, Mm -hmm. very true. And
2: Bray Wyatt's opening vignettes on his debut in WWE main roster was done right. The anticipation was there, and man, did he light a fire under everything WWE. It, it just I, I don't know. that The whole entrance with Harper and Rowan behind him and the frigging lantern and the we're here like the the guy it, yeah winding. i
1: think i think it helped that there was um the vignettes really played up to that mysteriousness of the character mm. so that definitely really helped um the fact that also undertaker was kind of winding down and i don't know why there's always this need for some sort of supernatural entity in wrestling especially in the e and the fact that he was able to fill in the, the, that role, even if he wasn't supernatural, he had this eerie presence about him that the Undertaker had as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think that also helped him because it, it's not easy to fill in that creepy character. I mean sometimes it can get really cartoony, like uh what was his name? The uh the worm eater
2: boogeyman. Boogeyman
1: he got cartoony with his shit because who the yeah. fuck he's worms, right? Mm-hmm. That's fucking that's something five-year-olds fucking do, right.
2: And they wear a clock around their neck. you flavor flaves?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it can He's be a, cartoony, yeah, but he boy. was able—he <laughs> was able to take that dark mysteriousness and keep it serious. Yeah, and it never—and mm-hmm. even when he entered, well, this will be later, but even when he entered that cartoony um, stage, there was still a dark it was um, done right. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. But yes, we're at this yes. point. We're at this point. We're at may at. The head to, roster.
0: Yeah. To Wendy's point, when they first started these videos, you didn't see Bray. You saw like... His ominous shadows. Figures yeah, wearing masks. Ominous figures. shadows. And when I first <clears throat> started watching it, again, I kind of going back and forth with NXT. Like, I'd watch it sometimes, sometimes I wouldn't. So when I first started seeing the Vingets on Raw, I was like, Are the Brothers of Destruction changing their gimmick again? What the (laughs) fuck is going on? (laughs) Right? Honestly, I thought the two big dudes were Taker and Kane in Sheet Mask. I I was like, this is weird. Until I finally saw the the actual people debut from the videos and and heard the... "Mm, mm, mm, And, and, And there they were. I was like... Oh shit! That, oh, okay, okay. Then the NXT and everything clicked in my head at that moment. Yeah. All of a sudden, the light bulb was just z- 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 ching! Ah, oh, I got it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you could really separate Bray Wyatt into up until now probably three categories of his of his career you've got hmm. Bray Wyatt the cult leader with Ro with Rowan and Harper and then you've got post right. that where he's kind of on his own but then Rowan and Harper kind of help him here and there but he's more of a singles wrestler yeah, and
0: Braun gets in on the act and that sort of yeah thing. And then
2: braun yeah and then you've got mm-hmm. the fiend you know so this first this first part you know just some of the some of the feuds that he had you know Brian Danielson. To say that mm-hmm. feud the, the feud he had with him, oh, when he brought him into the Wyatt family and he was wearing the jumpsuit and he was playing uh-huh. the part, like I actually that shit was amazing. when that all went down, I, I felt WWE could have ran with with Brian being part of the Wyatt family a little longer than they did. I thought it would have been a lot better. It um, fits
0: so perfectly yeah, with the he, beard and everything, yes. and the jumper. It was just like he looked like he belonged, and that, and that was what made that whole story. So they could have let that play out. Oh but yeah. Otherwise, it, that whole thing was fucking amazing. Like the way the, the way De- the way Brian played it, and and the swerve and all that was great. I would have been okay with them letting that go a little longer. I was yeah. totally captivated by that.
2: Absolutely, Wendy.
1: Yeah, sorry, you... I'm fighting my cat.
2: You're fighting your cat? That
0: doesn't yeah, he keeps trying to you. chew my
1: headphone wire, man. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> That's Come right, on, you fuck off right kid. out of God God here, damn
0: fucker. Evil... Goddamn evil
1: curse. Cat. Exactly. Fucking black cat. Anyway, Wendy. What are Bruce. your
0: thoughts? What are your
2: thoughts on the on the Bray Wyatt, Brian Danielson feud that was in WWE? Because this is probably one of Bray's greatest feuds that he's had.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I think it was it, it definitely should have played out longer. It should have we should have gotten more. It would have been so insanely awesome um to see the to see uh, fucking Danielson go into this deep, dark hole of, uh-huh. of personality and, like, some sort of mental... Get the fuck off it! Um, Some sort of mental, like, <laughs> breakdown or something, and go to that dark place and see where he emerges from it, and to see it all just play out and this whole um master servant kind of thing, and then losing uh, his grip on reality and then Wyatt eventually losing his grip on Danielson and the rivalry that could have come from it. Ah! the possibilities the possibilities oh i know
0: endless. Oh. Endless. endless 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 you know the the other the other one that stands out at least you know with the cult leader bray that would carry over later on was that feudy head with john cena
1: oh that, that was so good yeah come out. Yes, he's standing in the ring, holding his
0: arms out, and he's singing. He's got the whole world in his hands. Uh, in that I remember like that. clearly that was wasn't creepy
1: the as fuck. The most impressive oh thing about that rivalry God. is that Bray carried it all on his own. Because mm-hmm. where was John Cena? John Cena was out there doing Make a Wish and movies and all this other shit. Yep. Bray took yep. it, because put it on his would, back, and he hauled that fucking thing to glory. And and the the whole really ass match, the psychology behind it. Oh, that was straight so into deep. WrestleMania, if so, I recall. So so deep, it was insane.
0: But that kid in that ring and Cena's shirt and everything, singing that song, that was like some, that was like some horror movie level shit. Mm-hmm. Watching that, I was like, oh shit! <laughs> this
2: is you no. Know, there was there's probably two two other f- really solid feuds that he that he had in this time period, you know, one was with the entire Wyatt family versus the shield. That was probably yeah. one of the best faction feuds that WWE had, had in in a really long time at, the, at that moment in time. And then Bray's greatest foe, Randy Orton Yes, I know. I oh know You god. don't like him, Dom, but every time those two step foot in a match in, in a ring together, gold. it's fucking gold. I think the only the only two things that were that that the only one should have the only never one happened. I didn't
0: like that they had House of Horrors. That match well, was god.
2: Yeah, that match yep. was shit ass. There was House of Horrors, and then there was the match with that the 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 light where where everything like they showed the maggots on the ring, and then. That was House really? of Horrors, yeah. Oh, that was the House of Horrors That's when oh, that when they Horrors. went back. Yeah, to they the started stadium. in the yeah. house
0: and then they got to the ring, and when they got Eventually. to the ring, that's when the maggots came in and everything. Yeah, that was but shit. but outside of that, Randy and Bray, match. whether they had like whether they had like that weird that weird bond for a while, mm-hmm. and then but, Randy burns down Sorry. the house. The story they built was beautiful. The matches that they had outside of that one was beautiful. That one was not, not even close.
1: I'm sorry. He attacked my hand and surprised
0: me. I agree with everything you say. I
2: totally know what that means now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gold star for you.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm I'm really picking up a lot of Spanish at work. It's good. Well,
1: yeah. It's
2: good. It's good. (laughs) But yeah, you know the the whole feud with with Orton. I mean, and that leads all the way up until really his first rebirth. Mm -hmm. You know, and and into his solo run without the Wyatt family, you know, he, they had him here and there because, you know, as we all know, Randy burnt down, dug up sister Abigail and burnt down the, the Wyatt compound.
1: It was a whole ass Mm -hmm. fucking thing and it was intense and insane. And
2: the thing I love about Bray is his long-term storytelling if you notice, yeah. every gimmick he's had on the main roster always winds up showing up somehow in his current gimmick or or one of his current stories. He keeps all of his characters mm-hmm. relevant. And that's freaking yeah. amazing. Triple H said in an interview that Bray is so creatively... He's just like this giant ball of creative energy, and sometimes he has to rein him in and harness him and be like, okay, hey, you got big thoughts. Let's
0: pick yeah. a little... Let's like pick a here, little here, here. I need yeah. you
2: here. Yeah, you're <laughs> Ow, way up here, What her. I need you You're here. on the moon.
0: Yeah. I need you on Earth. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but so after 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 Randy burns down the compound he Bray kind of disappears you know he and, and goes away and then he comes back as he comes back and he has the dreads now and he's got that crazy leather face apron that he wears every once in a while mm-hmm. and this is actually the run where he actually gets credit for everything he's done he actually wins the world title in this run you know he 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 wins it on two separate occasions. Well, he wins the world title and then he wins the universal title. I believe that's what he won.
0: Yeah,
2: he, yeah, he won the universal title. So, I mean, he, he yeah he gets he pays his dues and they finally give it to him. Now, this section of his career, it. it because this is when he has the WrestleMania match with John Cena, where huh? it's it's the televised or er, the cinematic match that that <clears throat> we were bringing up earlier. You guys were kind of alluding to we would get there, you know. And since since we alluded to that, I want to get your guys' thoughts on that match um, at Are we WrestleMania up to the already. No, no. <laughs> No, the Fiend the fiend wasn't around with it wasn't the fiend that did that match.
1: What match?
0: Well, he, the the WrestleMania he ended match, a cinematic match with John. Oh
1: Cena. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that was the fiend, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was the Firefly Funhouse match. Never the, mind.
2: The
1: match he had it was like a mix. Right. It was a mix. That was right.
2: Actual. That's right. That's right. He won the title in an elimination chamber and actually I remember yeah. we, we did a live I remember doing the live chat with you Dom and because Vito was at my house and we were on the thread and we were watching it yeah. and fucking we couldn't believe that Bray Wyatt won the title we were losing our shit we were going nuts
0: I was like yes it's about fucking time
2: <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you, Wendy. In this middle section of of Bray Wyatt's career, the solo solo kind of Wyatt family, kind of not Wyatt family, losing uh-huh. his mind, sister Abigail's gone type uh-huh. deal. What 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 are some feuds or some moments that really stand out to you? Well,
1: well, well. I mean, you've Boy. already touched on the John Cena match. That was incredible. I mean, any feud he has, really, like, he's able to turn it into something magical. Because didn't he have a feud with, with Rey Mysterio for a hot second?
2: I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he made he plastic knees look good.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't matter what era of Bray Wyatt, any feud he's had has been fantastic, really.
2: Okay, okay. Gom.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think by this point, the biggest feud he had, like, was probably either Randy Orton or John Cena. But, like, even that Elimination Chamber match where he won the world title, I mean, that was a who's who. Pretty much. Take out out Happy slash Baron Corbin at the time. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was in that. That match had John Cena. AJ Styles, The Miz, the artist formerly known as Dean Ambrose. And for yeah. him to come out of there with a world title was, like, unbelievable. Because, like, AJ was defending it. He had defended it against pretty much everybody. And you thought, okay, Bray's in it, but, like, are they going to... He's not going to win. Give him the belt over... No. Over no one thought guys? they were going to win the belt there were a lot of people thinking he'd be the second guy eliminated after Corbin. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And obviously those people were fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like there were, there were everything that Bray put together as a feud with somebody turned out to be pretty damn great. Mm-hmm. You know, like even though the match didn't pay off with Randy Orton in the house of horrors and all that, the, the feud leading up to it, the story, everything was beautiful. That was one thing I think Bray's always been known for. It's like, he can build his storytelling with anyone. Yeah. Whether it's Randy, Rey Mysterio, whoever. Whenever. Jinder Mahal. Okay, I'll make it work. Right. So, we're
2: we're getting close to caught up on modern times. So, let's talk about the Fiend era and the Firefly Funhouse era for for a little bit. That, That was a fun fucking ride. Was- I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fun house. I remember sitting on my couch at the house and going on YouTube and watching all the Firefly fun houses just because I enjoyed them. Like, I'd
0: watch them, like, try to catch stuff. Yeah. Where else are you going to see a Vince McMahon puppet with horns going? This is such good shit.
2: Was he predicting the that future? That alone
0: would make me rewatch it.
2: Hmm. Did Bray already know?
0: Eh? Mm-hmm. Eh? Mm-hmm. 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 possible conspiracy theory just leak just leaking through <laughs> possible
2: maybe another episode possible. somewhere down the line somewhere. but yeah every everything about the fiend um the run, the character, the moments, except for that hell in a cell match, um, uh,
0: and the red light. And the red light.
2: She was such
1: trash. Oh my god.
0: The red light. Like,
1: stop with the red light already. The fucking red light.
2: And now we're getting the Wyatt six, and the with the Emily return six. of Bray Wyatt, as we heard in the previous episode, the Extreme Rules episode from from my son. The original Bray Wyatt is back. Yes. That is what my child has said. So, I'm going to take that and I'm running with it because I haven't seen him on national TV any other way. Yes, he did have a new mask, but I don't think he's going to wrestle in that mask because that thing was fucking huge.
0: No, no. I mean, he'll probably come to the ring in like that V for Vendetta spin mask, but I'm sure he'll take it off before he actually competes.
2: Yes, so let's talk about this Wyatt Six. So, oh at Extreme Rules, we all saw Huskus the pig, we all saw uh, Sister Abigail or mm-hmm. Abby the witch.
0: Yes.
2: We all saw uh, Mercy the buzzard, and we saw the rap, uh, rambling rabbit. Yes. And we saw the... F- and he
0: wasn't killed. That's That's
2: history. No, but you see how he was all patched up with different fur?
0: I know, but at least yes. he lived through the segment that never happened. He
2: lived through every yeah, right?
1: <laughs> right now, I I, I almost so was like he lives through all of them, but
0: then I was like, oh yeah, okay. Um he comes back, but he ends up dead by the end of every fucking segment.
1: every single
2: segment. So there are people saying that certain people are certain characters from the Wyatt Six, or they were that character at extreme rules. Like they said, Mercy right. the Buzzard was Dexter Loomis. Um, where was his tattoos? Hmm. He's got full sleeves, black out, blacked out sleeves. Yeah. No, Joe Gacy. They said they said Joe Gacy was one of them. Okay. Yeah. whoopty fucking do. Um, Liv Morgan was supposed to be Sister Abigail or Abby the Witch. Um. Right. And the tribute to Brody Lee was fucking amazing. They did it twice in his return. They did it with the door. And Sister Abby, Abby or Abby the Witch, well, I don't even know which one it's supposed to be, actually had his skull mask on that he used to wear uh, in, in the Bludgeon Brothers, which was pretty freaking mm-hmm.
0: cool. Had me in tears,
1: yeah.
0: Class, yeah classy break. Yeah, that's very that's classy. kind of... That did kind of hit me in the feels a bit. I, I can't lie. It was like, oh. <laughs> so, Dom, I know, I, I know you really wanted to talk about the Wyatt
2: Six and, and you know, your thoughts on what's coming for Bray Wyatt. So fucking lay it on us, pal.
0: Well, I mean, first of all, kudos to you for skipping the Deleter of Worlds Portion of his career with Matt Hardy because nobody needs to talk about that again. Yeah, I,
2: I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I figured, but that was just one of those things that we could jump over and to secondly, get to the end.
0: I, I I love that these characters came out, and they didn't necessarily need to use the people that were going to be in the faction at Extreme Rules for this. You know what I mean? Like they they could have just they they could have just used whoever the hell they had in the back. So we don't know exactly who's going to be what yet, but it would explain some of the comebacks, whether it be Loomis or Karrion Cross or whoever. Maybe some of these people opened the door, like at Extreme Rules, for Bray Wyatt, no pun intended, and went after some of the guys that he hold them to go after. Like caring right. cross's first move in WWE after laying out Drew McIntyre is putting the hourglass in front of Roman Reigns. Caring Cross is supposed to be in this number 1 contenders match on SmackDown and he gets oh. taken out. But what if he wasn't putting that hourglass there for himself? Because as we said, Bray likes to bring back his old feuds from his old characters and carry them forward. The last one of the last things that ever happened to Bray Wyatt was he lost his title in a triple threat match without being pinned to Roman Reigns, who has held that title since. Okay. So what if Cross putting that hourglass in front of him was not carrying Cross saying, I'm coming for you? What if it was saying he is? Dexter Loomis going after The Miz. If you recall, before Dexter Loomis terrified The Miz and his family, The Fiend did.
1: This is true. This is true.
0: Okay. Maybe, just maybe, some of these guys came back to pave the way for Bray. And help help either put people on notice or settle some old scores.
2: So... Where where do you guys stand on these superstars Twitter pages being blacked out right after um, Extreme Rules went off the air? Seth Rollins went black. Mm-hmm. Liv Morgan's went black. Mm-hmm. And then there was, I think there was three other ones. There was a couple other ones that went black as well. And everyone's saying that this is homage to being in that Wyatt Six, and I actually think Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins would be complete magic. Seth can go out there and he doesn't need to be Bray's mouthpiece, but he can be Bray's messiah, his prophet.
0: Hmm. And Seth he Rollins can be that, that guy same. Seth Rollins has not been the same since he faced The Fiend.
1: Here we go. The ones that blocked out the profile picture. Seth Rollins. Thank you. uh, Liv Morgan, T-Bar, Tommaso Ciampa, and Dolph Mm -hmm. Ziggler. Perfect. There's that. But I also found something else that uh, from, who is it? Hold on. SB Nation. Uh, They cite Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Uh, Let's see. This week's Wrestling Observer Newsletter runs down the leading candidates for each of Bray's five followers. And this was from earlier today. Uh, NXT's Joe Gacy as Huskis the Pig Boy, uh, Grayson Waller as Mercy the Buzzard, Alexa Bliss as Sister Abigail, Eric Rowan as Rambling Rabbit, and Bo Dallas as The Fiend. Okay. Okay.
0: I would definitely (laughs) love to see Bo and Rowan... In that faction, just because of well, history and family. I'm not the biggest fan
1: of
0: or Grayson Waller, but I, I can see how they. Who's Grayson Waller with
1: NXT? He is.
0: Yeah, he was brought in during 2.0, and I don't know. He's he's kind of one of these egomaniac heel types, but I feel like he could. Fit in with what Bray's doing. I think Joe Gacy would probably fit it better because he's he's practically like great value Bray Wyatt on NXT. Okay, like
2: he has his own. I cult. can do that. I can see that. Oh, that guy. Mm-hmm. That okay. guy.
1: Okay. Yeah, that. Got guy. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I got
0: you. I got you. Okay. I so I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at Bo. I wouldn't be mad at Rowan. The only one I really would have an issue with would be Waller because I just I just don't see the fit. I just don't like at that point put put Loomis and and Cross in it on top uh, over a couple of people and we're good.
2: (laughs) All right, Wendy.
1: Give
2: me your give me your thoughts before we shut this down on where you think Mm -hmm. Bray Wyatt's going in these next few months. Well,
1: honestly there's a lot of uncertainty for me where i would like it to go would be you know the most obvious choice in the direction of roman reigns um are they ready to have him drop that title though to anybody let alone bray wyatt granted bray is a crowd favorite i don't think they are so i feel that would be a waste Mm. of bray wyatt so i Besides that, I'm not even sure where to begin. I mean, it feels like a step down to have him go after like the intercontinental title or the U.S. title, which is nothing against those yeah. titles, it's mm-hmm. just the caliber of no. character that he is, you know? Yeah. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah, so, where if,
0: if like, would mm-hmm. he bring Seth in to only go after his United States title? That wouldn't make any sense. And what would cause him to target Gunther? At this point, mm-hmm. yeah. It's not something against the championships themselves, it's just you know, where where do you take the story and build it? I know Bray could, but it just wouldn't feel right.
2: They yeah. want I if, get what Wendy's if, saying. If they want a big payoff for Roman and and Wyatt, they need to let Bray build this story all the way up until WrestleMania. Maybe, yes. maybe have one, possibly two matches from now until WrestleMania next year with Roman.
1: Have him come out really strong in those matches, and though. Have him be strong,
2: but have him not win the title because of outside interference from the bloodline.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Natch. Because my man, Sammy, you know, yeah. he's got to go in there, he's got to like do I, his job.
0: No there's... I don't know if there's enough time, but I could totally see Bray coming back and getting into a match with Roman at, say, Survivor Series and losing because the bloodline interferes. And then shortly after that, the Wyatt Six starts to come out. Like, we we, we get his faction. And then maybe he turns around and wins the Royal Rumble and challenges Roman at WrestleMania. And now the numbers are in his favor. See... <clears throat>
2: If Triple H wants to do something, Royal Rumble have the Wyatt Six enter, have Bray enter, and finally have Bray and the Wyatt Six standing in the middle of the ring together, or at least two or three of the Wyatt Six, and he just looks at him and points and they all go over the top rope and he wins. Oh, never happened, yeah. no. never happened.
1: That would be crazy. That would be like the inverse of what MJF did because they went in, cleared house for him, and then he got the the chip. Mm -hmm. This would be the inverse where he would come in, they'd be in there, and he'd be like, Y'all fuck off. And they'd be like, Yes, sir. As you say, that would Mm -hmm. be fucking cool. Throw themselves
0: over the top Mm -hmm. rope. Yeah.
2: Well, now that we've cleared the air on Bray Wyatt and given him the spotlight that the man deserves. There are two places on Facebook where you can find us. To find us at Top Rope Wrestling Talk. That's our group. It's where we go in, post our memes, talk our trash, give news, forums, threads. Just go on and have fun. If you want to find any show...
0: Happy Birthday, Mental Health Mondays. You name Mm -hmm. it. We got it.
2: Now... Now, if, if you guys want to find us on Twitter – oh, sorry. If you want to find our, our, our podcast stuff on Facebook, you can uh, you can go over to Rewind Wrestling Network's page, and that's where you'll find all our clips, all our episodes, all of Rewind Wrestling's episodes. Check them out. Check us out. Check out our clips. And uh, hit the like button and join that group and follow. And then you can also find us on Twitter at Top Rope WT. That's where we go in and just, you know, have fun, talk shit, find other podcasts yep. to talk to, share stuff, talk wrestling. And then you can find us at the two time award winning worst Instagram handle ever. Thank you, Dom, at Top underscore wrestling underscore talk. You missed a part
0: because you fucked up what you made. No, you did. <laughs>
2: at hey, top, underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk it's, see dom's fall he's the is. one that did this shit i never wendy. take credit for
0: an achievement Bruce. unless it's mine wendy
2: Bruce. <laughs> tell me you can find the back catalog
1: you can find our back catalog on anchor.fm backslash tr uh from there you can find us wherever podcasts are freely distributed um Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, etc., etc., etc. You can find our old videos as well on the YouTube's. El YouTube, um, you can find us under uh, Topper pressing Talk underscore or no uh, parentheses T R W T parentheses a Foxton Joan, um, and there you can find our l- old videos and stuff. Uh, yeah, look at our faces and see how we've come throughout the years. Uh, hey Dom yes Wendy. what if people want to listen to our new stuff where can they find that
0: well you can find all our episodes from the last few months you can find our audio platforms youtube channel even our merch all you have to do is search for the rewind wrestling network it doesn't matter if you're on youtube your favorite podcast platform you can even look for the link tree just look for rewind that's w-r-e-w-i-n-d You will see everything. You will see all our social medias, all our platforms, our merch. Come follow us. Come subscribe to us. Come have a good time and enjoy wrestling with your three favorite knuckleheads. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Say it, Wendy.
1: Stay fresh, cheese bags.
0: Dom. Enjoy wrestling. If it's not your cup of tea, let somebody else
1: drink it.
2: Deuces, bitches.
1: Bye.
0: Holy shit, he's talking. He is in the ring, and he is talking.
1: So emotional. It's so sweet.
0: I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Alright,
2: I got to go, because I don't want to hear anything, because... Yeah, I love you guys. Talk to you later.
1: Right, love you, Bussy. Bye. I love you too, bro. Bye.
0: I gotta stick around for this though.
1: Same, same. You can't stop. We
2: won't stop. Uh-uh. Stack of chips on record, crushing every single enemy. Squad fly boys, that's my logo. You already. Need-